Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome one and all, weaves and casuals alike, we are Baka and Company, and stay tuned for another new episode of Baka and You. Today I'm talking with Dustin, one of the kind of funny best friends, as he experienced Attack on Titan for the first time. Uh, he told me he's watched it three times in the year, so that's a lot of killing and a lot of blood and a lot of titans. Um, and we want to get a deeper dive into some of these series that everyone's enjoying, specifically here, Attack on Titan. Um, I know myself, I've been watching it since season one first started airing weekly and surviving each season as it goes off air and you get keep waiting and now that final season is here. Um, it's just ramping up to be a, a killer of a, of a series and I, I'm, I'm here for the ride. So uh, Dustin, uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, I am just starting my journey into you know being a weeb in the last year or so and you know, I've I've watched a few different shows. I don't have that much background in you know anime. I started reading a couple different mangas too, uh, but you know, I'm just I'm here for a good time, and uh, I'm loving Attack on Titan. I'm kind of addicted. I, I would like to say. It, it's one of the shows that I think um, renewed like that hot blooded. Uh, rage and excitement and and just drawing me into a series that like i personally did not read the manga at all i didn't know what the show was it popped up on one of my feeds to say like available now and i just i went into it i just kept more and more like trying to figure out what the show is and where it's going and then i i unfortunately did read ahead a little uh back when 
season two came out, so I knew what was happening with Levi and them. But I gotta say, from from the first episode, I I knew the show was gonna be one of well, my it favorites. was like I'm pretty bored with most TV shows and you know westernized movies like you know they're pretty cut and dry you can kind of tell what's going to happen most of the time when i put the first episode of attack on titan on i had no idea what was going to happen like there was no i had no you know expectations or anything and i just i heard it was really popular when it came out you know so many years ago and i heard that it was getting closer to the end and i was like well it'd be a good time to get started into it i don't i hate waiting so long to finish the show i do like binging them from time to time but when, when I really got into this, I could not put it down. Like, I was watching six or seven episodes a night, like, into the late hours of the night, even though I should have been going to sleep. Yeah, it was, um, like, I can't remember what season I, I started watching it on Funimation, so it had been, like, backed up, and I didn't have to wait episode to episode, but... I found, like you were saying, a lot of Western stuff is boring. Like, uh, I unfortunately survived the first four seasons of The Flash. (laughs) Yeah, and one of my friends broke it down to me. He's like, you you don't look at The Flash as a comic book getting a TV show. Look at it as a comic book being made for the CW type. Yeah, that's, that's a fair way to look at it. And... And, and then, like, the more you get into that show, like, not to take away from what it is, but it, a lot of it is drama, excitement, enemy, drama, resolution, defeat. And, and like, to see that every episode, yeah, it gets boring really fast. Whereas Attack on Titan, like, within the first ten episodes, like, people you've made a connection with are just being thrown against walls, eaten and ripped in half, and... Again, spoilers, because if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Attack on Titan, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but spoilers, one of the main character's friends gets eaten, like, right in front of him. And that character, like, built up a rapport, like, had some really good team-building moments, and and Marco literally is just thrown by the wayside. And And everyone just, like, snaps. And it was... Like, it was heartbreaking to lose like someone that early like even though Aaron's parents like in the first act of the first episode are are dead but like it it was a show that or a series that didn't hold back and pretty much everyone was on the chopping block at any time so no matter what someone could die and I found that that's what yeah immediately like you know we watched you know after the initial attack on Shiganshina the, watch the training montage like oh they great they're gonna be a bunch of badasses like typical like you know yeah uh, the show is really good at oh and the manga obviously is really good at you know leveling out those expectations what you think's gonna happen or if you start thinking ahead it's not gonna happen like 90 percent of the time and with marco it really sucked too because like you know he was he was like if you put everyone in their own groups he was like really a really good person and that's kind of hard to see with a lot of these characters because you have reiner tough guy you have you know, armin's really smart like everyone's kind of getting there you're you're figuring out who they're going to be and then marco's like you know he'll just be that general character he'll be fine and then you know in the first big battle gone just like that like it's crazy well like 
the like when they start introducing everyone like i looked at it and like connie at the beginning is just like some snot-nosed brat who's <laughs> yeah. really loud and sassy and, and sasha is addicted to food and you got i can't remember her name before it was historia and she's oh my God. quiet um yeah i can't i but we have like all these characters annie like you see annie the first time and you're like something's up she's like really skilled she's better than everyone else she's got to be like yeah she knows something and and to me it was it was almost like everyone has like a reason to fight the titans and we're all learning we're we're figuring it out it's it's amazing and then really early like you find out aaron can turn into one and in my mind when when it happened to aaron i saw all the other titans and in a later episode you see a titan that looks very similar to marco and in my mind what happened was a titan would eat you digest you and if that titan got injured it would take on your your facial features or whatever it would regenerate to use like whatever it absorbed from you because a couple times later don't we see people crystallized yeah not like annie but in a different kind of amber yeah i don't feel like it ever really touches on that too much yeah because like they get spit out and they're kind of just there and they're they just kind of say like yeah oh that's what happens and so in my mind, I'm like, okay, Titans are eating humans because they get they regenerate from it. And you see Aaron and he does his thing as a Titan. I'm like, okay, cool. So there's some connection between Titans and humans. This is really interesting. And it just kept ramping up. And as you're picking away the the extra layers and you're you're going through the series and we eventually like I'm not gonna dive too hard into season two, but at the end of season one Aaron fights Annie, who can also turn into a Titan. Again, spoilers. Um, but you're like, okay, maybe it's a power they're gifted. Maybe they have to have a certain like yeah. blood type or a lineage. And like, I'm putting that together as someone who has no extra information. And and then just to see how it pans out. Like, how did that? How did that hit you when you? Because you were able to go from season one to three to to the end. Now, you got to see it all in one big long kind of stretch, like were those building blocks being put there as they you were, were but them, you know when you're binging a show and that's the only downside to binging is like you don't have time to process you know your week-to-week episodes like earlier this year wandavision you know we had a week to think about every little piece and uh, of information we were given and when i was flying through attack on titan so quickly like all the story arcs were hitting so quickly that i think that's why i watched it so many times is to try and actually uh, digest more of what was going on because when Andy, when we finally figured out Andy was the um, the the Titan Shifter, like that blew my mind. Even still, like like she basically just killed everybody she just trained with. You know, didn't care. Well, she cared, but you know, she was forced to do it. And I I I've seen some things now that have gone back through the show a few times. There is very very subtle hints at what's coming but it's so hard to notice like it's blink and you'll miss it yeah a lot of the finer details i find are in like little little parts that are one shot episodes like the episode with uh aaron and mikasa's flashback where like he stood up and saved her and they had to kill someone like as really young kids i found was a very excuse me uh like a pivotal like defining factor in why mikasa is always at Aaron's side and why she's kind of devoted her life to being there for him 
and later on we kind of find that's a throwaway episode almost because where Aaron is currently mentally like he doesn't care because he knows he's not Aaron he's like yeah. a combination of things and it's it's really sad to see like a lot of these early episodes that built up characters that had really big defining moments for them like I mean um, like stealing a book so he could learn about the ocean things like that and the payoff that we get for them is like a 30 second resolution and then we have this humongous time skip going from the last season into the final season and I find it it hurt because we didn't get to grow up with those characters we didn't get to explore the world with them and we're all treated to that with flashbacks that are poorly inserted i find where like we explain how aaron gets to where he is and why instead of letting us follow along that path and i know it's there to build up the suspense for us but like how did you feel going from their their most recent season into quote-unquote final season? i i'm not a fan of a time jump you know like like exactly what you said we could have spent more time with them you know and realize what was going on that payoff for the ocean could have meant more because you know like armin always had he was that glimmer of hope always and like aaron was you know fueled by rage and loss and grief and you know and and mikasa really you know didn't say a whole lot she's just strong you know and (laughs) armin was that hope and to see that payoff like you said like even you know for that an episode near the end of the of season three where um you know aaron's like promising armin i'll get you to the ocean and then just for it to be that like basically run into the credits and really feel you pointless besides he got there like it's it's not doesn't feel like a payoff but it does suck when there is a time jump and then like in the final season there's all those flashbacks to what actually happened in between um reaching the ocean and where we're at now it it's kind of weird because it did throw me off a few times when the scenes were playing out and someone was there who shouldn't have been there. And yeah. yeah. I think my, I think my biggest like confusion and I might need to rewatch just to, to settle that, that down is the whole, um, the group of, I guess, deserters that come from the mainland yeah. to help them and how they have their own little subplot revolving around a subplot with Aaron revolving around a subplot with his like half brother and to me it got like a little muddy and convoluted that like all these people are acting against each other when the only real reason they have to act against each other is is their flat like differences in being like human proper and human titan and I found a lot of logic got thrown out the window and a lot of um, good storytelling as well got thrown out the window. Like they do the flashback of where they, they teach them like steam engines and they teach them about building the railroad and, and how to supply the, the yeah. island themselves and, and make better connections. Yeah. And that's such a beautiful scene because yeah. they're all having fun, right? And then they immediately, it immediately turns to like Aaron sitting at a table being like, make a move, I'll kill you. Like I, his, his turn to me was very Anakin-like in Revenge of the Sith because we don't get 
treated to like we don't know well we do know the amount of time that passed but we don't get treated to how Aaron became what he is we, we we're, we're given like again cookie yeah cars. like the Anakin is a really I, good go um you know a example of that and I never thought of that at all and I'm glad you said that because now I'm thinking like you know the Clone Wars is the only reason why we know Anakin turned the way he did over time and we have nothing we just have Aaron going from look we made it to the ocean to like you know half a season later I'll kill you and the whole island being updated to feel like Marley really did bother me because I'm like this is a lot of things have changed drastically in the time since we were last here and the fourth season like i do love the show and the fourth season just felt like such a change like obviously with the animation especially but with the way the world changed that what we're used to it just seems so much of a jump that at first i was kind of turned off because i was like what is going on we're not with the main cast at the beginning this of the season think like who are these people what's going on oh look there's there's some familiar faces all of a sudden and i'm like okay i get it but like this is the story of aaron and the titans and figuring out what's going on where the titans coming from why is this happening why can he change into one like it did like the fourth season does feel like he rushed the story almost in general like he could have spent more time you know delving into what was actually happening and we could have actually had some peace for a time. I know people would probably complain that was boring, but you know, it just like it doesn't feel like the story went the way it should have been going, which it never really has anyway. But our expectations, my expectations, were a little different when it's turned on season four for the premiere. Yeah, I I, I definitely agree. Like I. I don't claim to be an expert, let alone do I have the vast amount of knowledge that, like, how mangekas are producing their their weekly shonen jumps, their monthly whatever. Like, I personally don't know if the author was pressured to end it. I don't know if he willingly ended it. I don't know maybe if it was contract dispute or or what. But it felt it felt like it was one of those things very similar trying to think of a a show that ended very abruptly oh um (laughs) well game of thrones um well the the way the anime did it for promise neverland this season they kind of skipped three to five books worth of content wow um, just to end the show but i in my mind that was funding like they were animating that show and producing that show during a pandemic um my in my mind they probably weren't guaranteed the money for a third season there they were probably one of those things where it's like hey we can get you to do what you can but with attack on Titan being this monster of a series being this show that at, at a time i remember was everywhere like i was working at a booth in a mall and a girl walked by our booth like i'm i'm selling like cable products and whatnot and she's wearing the um the green hoodie that the, the recons so cool. or the scouts wear <laughs> and yeah and and in my mind i was like all right good for you like represent your favorite shows and then um i was talking to one of the, my co-workers and she walked by again and because now we could see her walking towards us she was in full cosplay she was like out doing her shopping dressed that's as dedication. someone in the scouts and, <laughs> and i was just like yeah. i was like all right that's next level 
and and mind you i was not in a major city like the city i was in at the time did not have over like half a million people so like the the fact that this show is reaching people in communities uh it's reaching like far into the northern parts of canada is blowing my mind because like you'd walk into like the pop culture stores there um and there was attack on titan mugs there's a uh, attack on titan figures there was attack on titan posters there was attack on titan magnets you like Ma- attack on yeah. titan's the flamethrower <laughs> whatever you wanted right and for an anime to get that much penetration into a market blew my mind and like while i'm watching it live like or not live but what it, what it is every week like it, it to me it had so much more and to see where final season is going it, it's it's sad like i i feel like he put a, a timer like a bomb timer on it by limiting how long the titans got to be titans and yeah yeah it's um like i still try and get people to watch it now and they're like well i don't know i'm like okay just it's depressing it's sad there's really cool action mm-hmm. um don't fall in love with any characters at all it's like you know kind of like the game of thrones effect you know <laughs> um you can love levi all you want because you know i have uh pictures of him people have printed off etsy you know here um but it does feel like that and it's like i was thinking when you brought up um promising neverland is that what it's called you said the promise yeah the the promise um it's really um, good i enjoyed seven deadly sins on netflix started out really good i like that show it's not the best anime um but you can see gradually as the seasons go on you can tell the funding's going down or there's an issue (laughs) or there's less people working on it the quality's going down and that's you know it would suck to watch your favorite show end up you know having to end faster because it's not as popular or you know the funding's going and it does suck because attack on titan even if you checked like um weekly v- ratings like the beginning of this year like the disney show of the week would come out it'd be top of the week then by sunday night when attack on titan came out it was the juggernaut it beat those every week like it's it's still a big show but I just I do feel like they're rushing to the end now for some reason, and it does kind of break my heart because I would love to be in this world longer and see what more mischief and stuff they could get up into, and what's the other part of the world's doing, not just Marley and parodies and stuff. Like, there's a whole right. world. Like, I love lore. Like, I'm a big like I'll play games and I'll be reading the audio books, reading everything I can. I love when I'm super invested in a world, and. I love this world. Like I've, I'm on the second game now on the PlayStation right now, and I'm taking my time with it because I honestly don't want it to end, knowing the show's gonna end like next year, beginning of next year, or whenever. And is that the yep, one? Yep, that's can the one where you like. It's like it'll play cutscenes oh, okay. in first person, and you'll see like Aaron or Levi or Mikasa or whoever, like, and then it'll just jump to you all of a sudden. But you can still play as like. 40 characters i think throughout the show like anyone like you could play as marco or hannes or whomever you want that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah that's why i was like don't let me level him up he's gonna be dead soon (laughs) (laughs) oh um yeah I, i was i when attack on titan first came out and i think like it was 2013 so like around 2014 2015 i found this fan project game and it was very basic done in 
I uh, can't remember, but the controls were yeah. what, WASD, um, and then shift. Shift was actually to slash, but your left click and your right click were your left and your oh, right cool. harpoons. And your space bar was boost. Okay. So um, all you would do, like it was a very poorly rendered ver version of the city, but there were three types of titans walking around, like a tall one, a medium one, and yeah. the creepy crawly ones. And you were this chibi looking <laughs> Aaron, or you could choose, like it was Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin. You could choose them. And it was just so basic and so gratifying because you could fly around and it had a little gauge for how much uh, pressure you had left and you're booting it around trying to, to kill the Titans. But whoever designed it was very exact with the kill uh, spot yeah. on the back of the neck. So you could still, you could do things like they do in the show and you could pick Levi and do his spin and you could cut off a Titan's arm. You could cut their legs and they'd fall down and they're easier to kill. But if you didn't hit them in the back of the neck, the Titan would grab you, uh, and the game would reset. Like, it would kill terrible. you and reset your score. So, a bunch of friends and I were, were, were playing, and we would share screenshots to each other on Jeez. back in the days of Tumblr. And and we were sending screenshots to each other. Oh, yeah, I got four. I got five. And one of our friends, like, played all night, and he got 12. And we're like, dude, you're the <laughs> Levi of the group. That's like, wicked. that's wild. And it was, and, and again, like this is this is a show that, for whatever reason, inspired like me and my friends to play like a fan made game and keep us like interacting with the lore. Like, I don't, like I can't remember anything in recent history that has gotten me this hyped up. Maybe in the last five years, well, or, or actually, I lie. My Hero Academia has done that. Um, but this took me back to like Dragon Ball and how everyone. In, when I was in high school, we'd all rush home. We'd race each other home because Dragon, like school, our school ended at three twenty, and Dragon Ooh, Ball started yeah, at three thirty. That'd be uh, that'd be worthy of the run home. <laughs> so so we'd rush and we'd be like, all right, all right, all right, all right, and then we talk, we talk the next day, and like, um, these were in like the wild west days of the internet. So I I had friends on a message board that were like, hey man, like. I have the original, like, when it came out in 1996. Like, whatever Freebird dub <laughs> company did it. I have those episodes. So I watched, like, I, I was able to watch Cell Saga ahead of my friends. And people lost their mind. Like, it was, it, they'd come to school and be like, all right, all right, Andrew, uh, who's Gohan fight? And I'd be like, I don't know, man. You're going you're gonna to have to wait. And it was like, no, no, we know he's, we know he's going to fight. You got to tell me. And, like, I never had, like, that much excitement until, like, the first season of Attack on Titan came on. And each season, just season after season, it still gets me. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of how it's going to end. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people who I hate things being spoiled for me. So I, when the last issue yeah. came out, I'm obviously not going to say anything. But I did buy it. And Thank I you. read it just because I was like, I was on, I think it was TikTok and was spoiling things for me gradually. I'm like, man, this is bullshit. <laughs> so I was like, I have to figure out how to, you know, I need to see the end at least. I'm okay with knowing what happens at the end. But like that build up, I'm a build up, like, what is it? Like Lord of the Rings. I love, or anything else. Like the build, the story up until the end matters more to me than the ending. It doesn't define the journey. It's the hero's journey. Okay. So, 
Oh, I like I like that take. Like again, a lot of a lot of historical people have said and a lot of shows carry on that it's it's about the journey, it's not about the destination and I find that Attack on Titans on a on a good path and I know people have said what they said and I don't know. I I just I have I have a lot of hope and I know it's going to be crushed because of how the series works <laughs> pretty much. Um but I'd also like to to pitch this as well. Um, was there was there a character you got attached to that based on the final season and and maybe even the ending that or I shouldn't say the ending based on the final season so far that maybe you're not attached to as much anymore or that maybe you've switched over to like someone else maybe that you didn't think you'd be um, a fan as of as the show went on like honest to god Armin uh, not Armin Aaron got on my nerves like the he was you know whiny he was obviously a kid you know he lost his mother he had a lot of issues but Aaron's willingness to put it all on the line all the time started getting on my nerves because I'm like okay you're the protagonist here you need to calm down <laughs> you already got eaten very quickly um as the show's gone on i've actually grown to like aaron more which i thought was weird because you know i started the show and i was like oh cool guy you know this is terrible but aaron's whining got on my nerves so much that after the first couple seasons I was like i'm gonna go with aaron i didn't even like armin that much at first either but he's the, the after he's really become the voice of reason the t- the ultimate tactician like to watch these characters become who they are has been such a, an awesome journey. And even characters like Levi, who, you know, you just picture like S rating next to his face every time you see him because he's just great at everything. Even his growth as a person has been really cool to watch because he just seemed like such a dick at first. And, you know, you're starting to see this yep. this change of as he's seeing Aaron, you know, really willing to risk it every risk everything at every turn for the greater good and to watch everyone he's you know known die like the changes in the characters i've really enjoyed because if you sat season one or two of any of these characters next to season four like they're you wouldn't even reckon they wouldn't recognize themselves and i really enjoy that um i really liked commander ervin i know you know season three wasn't very good for him but whenever he had a speech like if i was in that uh, unit with him I was like I'd do whatever he wanted because every time his speech well I, I watched it the first two times with um, English dub because I'm still new I'm trying to get used to everything and I watched some yeah. of the sub and I didn't know this but the voice actor for Commander Ervin is actually Sir Hammerlock from Borderlands which cracked me up when I found that out because yeah I oh, ne- would dub. never have caught that I, had to, I always look up at voice actors oh. um but I really liked Commander Ervin, and when you know, spoiler, he dies. Like that, see, see that really affect Levi on a level that we haven't seen in the actual show. Besides, I have a manga of Levi before he was in the Scouts when he was training to be a Scout, and why he's in the Scouts. It was really interesting to see finally Levi like kind of break, like a character we've seen who's so overpowered you know can do whatever but then finally like mentally break it was really interesting to see the evolution of all these characters and i am like i love levi like till the end no matter what because you know he was a glimmer of like you know when 
Annie takes Aaron in the first season, like Mikasa's going after him, but Levi's coming. I'm like, there's a chance now. Like he gives he gives me hope in the sense of that people could actually make it out of this alive every time he's involved in something. Yeah, when um when Annie starts playing her cards and becoming the the like hardening titan, I think that was the first time I was like, oh, we're gonna lose main oh, characters. Yeah. And to see, like, we get to meet Levi's squad. And that was another Marco situation where you're like, all right, these these characters are wicked. Like, they all have their own personality. They've survived Titan attacks. You know what? They're they're out there scouting. Boom. All five of them, like, within, like, the episode just get... Oh, incinerated, like, so quickly. And, like, that's crazy because, like, I think one of them had 40 Titan kills. A couple of them had, like, 10 or 20 and they verbally yeah. say that so they're like they're through dialogue they're giving you hope that they just squish so quickly on everybody and it's it's kind of cool to see because like we're so used to like i almost want to call it like the marvel uh, way of seeing things like um you know we have a progression like tony says we're gonna get him tony stark says we're gonna get him we get him you know like levi's like levi's squad's like yeah we'll be fine we're good we're the best and they're not like regardless of what they are led to believe well and i think the biggest uh, i think the thing that hit me the most and I, i'm gonna say spoilers again for the final season and please stop listening if you haven't seen the final season right now because i'm gonna destroy your minds when sasha gets shot I had tears start coming into my eyes. Like, the, my eyes welled up, and I was like, yeah. what are they doing? And I don't care who likes grumpy little gremlin girl and who believes she's on the right side of the law. Like, at no point should the kindest character in your series, who has literally done nothing but eat, <laughs> be the victim like at that point i was i thought it was gonna be hanji i thought it was gonna be connie i thought it was gonna be new john. guy with fancy hair yeah well no no john had no sorry i was i love i love jean's hair so i just get at least i heard hair and i was like instantly jean <laughs> <laughs> and to see it was her and and but the payoff though like having it go like further in and like they become renegades and they're hiding and they accidentally oh hide God. with her family and that thing just tore me apart because like number one we as we as fans had to deal with that death and we got to see it and we're like crap like that's terrible but then to see the reverberations of it happening to her family and then her family like understanding that the killer is literally sitting across the table from them and they're sharing food with her and they've taken her in like that's that's not an emotional level i was ready to be on for an anime that episode was heavy like yeah yeah it really was and to me that's 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 where the story like and the and the old attack on titan like twists were and i was like all right great we're getting into it and just to and just to have like the next episode later be like i'm eric i'm grumpy i'm killing stuff you with me and armin and mikasa were like no yeah, you psychopath. He's like, look at all my friends. We've uh, we've occupied this entire building. Okay, cool, bud. Like, nice flex. Like, what what are you gonna do with it? 
I'm going to kill everyone that's ever uh, pointed a finger at us. And it's like, oh, why, why Darth Vader? <laughs> why? Much. Oh, man. I, uh, when Armin tries to attack uh, Aaron there, that, that, that hurt me. Because oh, I was me. like, you know what? Like, that's his o- oldest friend, his like friend. somebody who's literally already yeah. died for you. And you're willing to be yep. this, you know, this terrible person to him when he doesn't deserve it. And just like it does so many. The writer, you got to give him credit for these moments, like these very deep moments that aren't, you know, someone's death or death of a friendship or like these moments hit harder. Because I feel like we've all kind of had moments like this in our own lives where we've had, you know, friends that are, turns out aren't actually our friends. And it's. I feel Armin's pain because you just you see it, like it's animated very well, in the voice acting, dub or subs, very well done for that moment. And oh, man, the freaking season four had so many moments that just broke me. Sasha's death was terrible. Like when I ever think of Sasha, I think about way back in camera of season one or two, where she goes back to her village and she finds that little girl whose parents are dead. And she's trying to save this girl with nothing but her her wits, basically, against the Titan. Which, you know, she didn't have to do that. She could have just kept going. And it just, it proves a point to these characters that how well we do grow to love them. Because through their actions and dialogue, that they're just, they're, some of them are the best of us. And some of them, like Aaron right now, are the worst of us very quickly. Yeah, it, it's it's a show and a series and a manga that I didn't like when it first aired, and I knew I was gonna like it. I didn't think it was number one gonna go this long, but number two, be this impactful. Like a lot of stuff happens, and a lot of it snowballs into bigger things. But we talked earlier; there's some weird stuff yeah. that just doesn't pay off. Um, but I I don't think there's been an episode that ended where I was like, all right, all of it, all of it's been really good cliffhangers. And, um, I, I, I think it's one of the top shows that I recommend. Like immediately I, I tell people if you can deal with gore and like gut wrenchingly <laughs> accurate sound effects, like you can, you, you got to watch this because when I first started watching it, like I was very like the goriest thing I had seen was kill bill. And that's all flashy yeah. fake blood. Not to say Attack on Titan's real blood, but it wasn't as graphic, no, that's I found. Um, because, like, when people get killed or anything in Kill Bill, you can laugh. It's like, wow, look how fake and garbagey that looks. Like, that's fun. Whereas Attack on Titan, like, had people getting crunched, people screaming, don't kill me, don't kill me, or, like, don't leave me. And the person just is, like, hiding in a corner watching their family get yeah it's right i like i did like that early on it was really like you know like that sense of dread was at every corner every time something bad happened you felt it like you know um she not she got falling um the the second city oh my god was it wall rose wall maria wall maria yep Um, yeah maria um, yeah rose then maria every excuse me every moment like that like the you know hearing people screaming the like it was like when i told my partner i was like here we're gonna watch this because I, I won't stop talking about it 
but it's super gory. She's like, that's fine. I'm like, but you're going to feel depressed watching it because there's no hope a lot of the time. <laughs> and that's like what I enjoy the action a lot. Like when you get to see Levi, like actually go out and, you know, kill some Titans or fight other people. Like it's, it gives me back that satisfaction that was taken away for so many episodes with people, you know, the random civilians or characters we love being murdered. And, um, what was it? Episode in season three, um, where they go to take back the wall and they confront the beast Titan is probably my favorite couple, a story arc in a television series period. Because the sense of uh, is such is so thrilling. There's so many moments where you're like, I don't know how this is gonna go. I don't know how they're gonna pull this off. I don't even know if the show's gonna end after this episode because they're all dead. It's just so riveting, and the action's so intense. Like, I don't get super into things like anymore. Like, I almost feel like I'm just getting too old. <laughs> I'm not even that old, but um. No, I feel you. I, I, like you're I like, oh, cool, another Marvel movie, or you know, I love Marvel. I love it. I love a lot of things, but just like you know what to expect. And in those episodes, like I've watched those episodes probably ten times themselves because I just love that hour of action of from them trying to find the bad guys to fighting off the Beast Titan and the their cavalry charge where the you know everyone's going to their death. It's just there's so many moments that I try and recommend to people and they're like, well, I don't like anime. And I'm like, yeah, but like I didn't either. I used to be the guy who's like, oh, cool. They're watching anime. That sucks. And now I'm like, I'm fully into it. Like (laughs) they're not watching anime. That sucks. (laughs) Well, that's where that was going to be. My my wrap up question is uh, you you obviously are now recommending Attack on Titan. Was there as you were binging it? Was there a certain point? that you hit and you're like everyone's got to see um, this when i got spoilers to season two with the reveal of who the armored and colossal titan was that was the moment i was like people need to watch the show the first season was really good <laughs> and that's you know that was a really good arc with um the armored titan for the last half but this that moment in season two when reiner goes aaron i have something to tell you come with me and he's like what this is obviously not word for word i'm not that i don't have that kind of memory and he's like yeah baritold and i are the colossal armor titan i was like did he just say that and i'm like did that just happen then all of a sudden they're arguing all of a sudden they're just turning into titans on the wall i'm like this is insane like i have never even thought i'd see something ever like this and the fact that there's these like these actual good m night Shyamalan twists to things (laughs) like this is crazy and that was like and then that these great action beats for a couple episodes like the show just i feel like i need to watch it again now <laughs> well now that we know how you got into attack on titan and what it's done to you i want to thank you for coming out dustin and talking with me about it because that's exactly what i built baka and you for is to get people that may or may not be too into a show into a show uh we've done one piece previously attack on titan i'm gonna try and find someone maybe for i don't know i want to do uh kimitsu no yaiba demon slayer so i'm gonna try and find someone who's uh recently seen that and is new to that so 
keep your eyes out for that episode. Uh, if people want to catch up with you and your foray into anime, uh, Dustin, where can they find, find you? Find me over at Twitter at at Dustin Mac nineteen ninety three, and I'm on there all the time. I will take messages, ads, anything. I love talking to people or annoying them, one or the other. Yeah, or yeah, mostly or both. both. Mostly. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, and please check out Baca and Co. Uh, uh, at Baca Co. Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we have a new link tree set up there, so you can find our Discord, you can find our Spotify, our SoundCloud. Listen to us wherever possible, and I want to thank uh, no, again thank you very much. for coming out. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.